This is Abacus. I'm Bob the CPA. My guest today is Jeff Maddox. Jeff started his career in public accounting, and he has experience in corporate finance, but he decided the traditional 9-to-5 career script wasn't for him. I can't do the, the whole two weeks a year vacation. Just this year alone, I've taken about a month off um, in travel, so I wouldn't have been able to do that working a traditional accounting job. Today, he's going to share how he quit his accounting jobs to join a virtual accounting practice, take many retirements, and travel the world. And then, in today's coaching note, I'll tell you how a low-information diet can help you live a happier, more productive life. All this, coming up on Abacus. Let's go. Learn everything you need to know to have a successful and fulfilling accounting career. Whether you're on the partner track or you're making your own path, this is Abacus. My guest today is Jeff Maddox. He blogs over at lifestyleaccountant.com. Jeff, thanks for being on Abacus. Thanks, Bob. Happy to be here. So before we hop into this, I was hoping you could maybe describe yourself in one to two sentences. I guess I am, I would say I'm a fun, fun-loving kind of guy, uh, pretty relaxed. I like learning about accounting and entrepreneurship. This year, I've been really trying to combine the two to really uh, design my future in accounting. And speaking of that, I've been over at your site and I've been reading a little bit about you. And it looks like you've accomplished something a lot of accountants wish they could. Uh, You quit your accounting job and you went traveling and saw the world. Um, I want to tell your story a little bit. But first, I was hoping you can give us some backstory on kind of the type of work you were doing before you, you left on that trip. Yeah, sure. I was doing uh, corporate accounting for several years. And prior to that, uh, I was in public accounting and I've even done uh, retail tax preparation. So I've hopped around a little bit. But what I found was I really don't enjoy working for a huge company. I'd rather do accounting and bookkeeping work for uh, a variety of different clients, small businesses to be specific. And I've recently gotten into the outsourced accounting and bookkeeping type of role. And I'm really uh, excited to be in this, this new type of environment. And it suits my personality uh, better. And it's just more exciting. What do you find most exciting about it? Just the variety of work and diff- dealing with different types of businesses. I just recently uh, got my very first client through uh, this accounting network, uh, I guess partnership, you could say, called the Codex. And I'm dealing with uh, an online business that I'm learning a lot on the job, but also it's, um, it actually turns out to be pretty lucrative uh, financially. So it's, it's really exciting to be doing my own thing on the side. And when dealing with an online business, do you actually go out to their offices to help them out or how does that work? No, actually, um, it, it's completely virtual. So I'm able to you know, do video chats, uh, do cloud accounting software, and just interact with the client online. So it's really great being able to work from home or whatever I want for that matter. Yeah, as someone who has previously had a very long commute, I used to fight Chicago traffic for, you know, one to two hours each way every day. That sounds uh, very appealing to me. Setting up a virtual accounting practice is something we discussed earlier this season in my interview with Chris Hooper. You can find links to that interview in the show notes for this episode at abacusshow.com slash eight. And since we've already talked about it this season, I was really excited to get Jeff's take on the pros and cons of going down that path. Here's what he had to say. 
I, I can't stand traffic and I can't stand, uh, you know, going to an office for, you know, 40 hours a week, dealing with the same people over and over. I just like the variety and the flexibility and the freedom that comes with being able to work uh, remotely. So, yeah, I can definitely feel that. And while working remotely, I assume that has its own challenges. Are there any, uh, I don't know, say tools or uh, software you have to use that helps you keep organized or, I don't know, stay in contact with your clients all the time? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Google Hangouts where I could uh, chat virtually or just instant message them. The big one is the Zero Accounting software, which is the accounting software I recommend for most small businesses. And that it's just user friendly and it allows me to work in the cloud and really uh, not have to do the archaic kind of bookkeeping in the past where the client would have to, you know, save all their financials to uh, a disk drive and then hand it off to the accountant. So it's, it's real time. It's uh, more collaborative and it's, yeah, like I said before, it's, it's just really exciting. And going the route of setting up a virtual practice, essentially, I imagine that opens you up to a much wider variety of potential clients uh, since you can work with people worldwide. Yeah, exactly. Like one, one thing I focused this year on was creating my online presence. I started a blog, started doing social networking, and uh, really just trying to get exposure and see what type of ideal client I want to work with. And in the process, I've done a lot of research and kind of figured out, you know, what type of client suits my personality, what's type of client uh, is a you know fun to work with because th- this type of work I want it to be fun I don't want it to be uh, you know a regular nine to five chore which I think a lot of people wish they had and as someone reading your story one thing that sticks out to me is you didn't just kind of storm out of the office one day and say you know screw this I'm out of here um, you actually worked pretty hard to reduce your expenses and simplify things can you tell me a little bit about how you did that and kind of how other people can mimic that if this is what they want to do with their life? Sure. Yeah. I, uh, I've been a big believer in becoming financially independent and it's, it's a goal that I've been working on. I think it's a more realistic goal than trying to retire. So what I did, I've just been a pretty big saver and I knew coming in like before I was going to leave my job, that you know, I was going to go through a period where I wasn't going to earn an income or at least going to be, unpredictable. So I set aside the money to cover my expenses for, you know, three to six months um, while I went on my venture. And I just realized that, you know, I could make less money too with whatever, you know, side business or if I have to get another job. So I, I eliminated, uh, eliminated the idea of retiring and in the process I'm doing work that I enjoy, and money's not really a factor. One of the biggest things that I think a lot of people would balk at, but it seems like it's working out well for you, is when you sold your home. And so how has it been renting again now that you have gone from being a homeowner back to a renter? Yeah, I actually love renting. It's, it's great to have a predictable, you know, monthly expense for in terms of rent. And, you know, I don't have to repair anything. So it, Owning a home was a really valuable experience, but it just wasn't for me. And particularly at this time of my life where there's a little bit of uncertainty in regards to income now that I'm, um, you know, starting a side business. So it's, it's been an interesting transition, but 
one that I really think good decision for me. One of the scary things about starting your own accounting practice is the fear that you won't earn enough to cover all your expenses, especially in the first couple years when you're still learning and finding clients. The unique thing about having accounting experience, though, is that there are tons of opportunities for short-term contract roles that allow you to earn some money during busy season and still have the rest of the year to focus on building your practice. And one other thing that we talked about briefly before we started recording is this busy season, you've actually taken a contract role. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. It's a about a six-month uh, contract that, you know, it is an office job, so I'm going into an office uh, once again, but it's been the exact type of work that I wanted to do uh, for my own business. So a guaranteed amount of income, which will help pay the bills, but also give me on-the-job experience. Which is another thing I just wanted to point out to everybody is if you did want to start your own practice, you can be building it up while you're taking these maybe short-term roles or less stressful roles uh, to give you the time to kind of work on your own thing also. Yeah, and I, that's definitely something I would recommend is, you know, build up your side hustle while you're at your full-time job. Um, that way you have a transition period from, um, you know, making some side money to, you know, potentially going out full-time doing your own thing. So I didn't do it that way, but looking back, you know, I could see how that would have been a smart move. Hey guys, Bob here. Just have to interrupt for a quick moment with a caveat to this discussion. You do need to be careful if you're starting an accounting practice while also working for another firm to avoid conflicts of interest. So when you're looking for that contract job, make sure you disclose your other business interests so that you can discuss expectations and make sure everyone is on the same page. Okay, so with that out of the way, let's jump back into the interview with Jeff Maddox and talk about a simple concept that's had a huge impact on both mine and Jeff's lives. And then one last thing I wanted to touch on, uh, back to your traveling, is there's this concept that I think is well known in the online business world, but any accounting friends I've told about it have just found it shocking. Could you explain what uh, what a mini retirement is for everybody listening? Sure. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of mini retirements. I've uh, taken several throughout my career. And that's basically where you leave uh, your job without another one lined up with the the intent that you're going to do something, uh, it, you know, fun or uh, like an adventure during your time off. So I've, I've had many retirements that, you know, have lasted for two to three months, a little bit longer than that. And I just, I like to travel, uh, start or try to start a business on the side and just enjoy my freedom. So, yeah, many retirements are... I think a more manageable concept than one big long retirement because eventually too, I've, I've had boredom set in and that's when I want to get back to work and be productive. I completely agree. It kind of, once I read that idea, it almost seemed absurd to work for another 60 years to maybe take, you know, 15, 20 years off at the end of it, as opposed to every once in a while, just take three months, six months, however long you, you feel you need to recharge. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's one of those, things about the traditional nine to five accounting path is it, it doesn't allow a whole lot of flexibility in terms of, you know, taking months off at a time. Um, I can't do the, the whole two weeks a year vacation. Just this year alone, I've taken about a month off um, in travel. So I wouldn't have been able to do that working a traditional accounting job. And so before I let you go, would you like to kind of 
explain a little bit more about your website and what you have going on over there? Yeah, my website is uh, lifestyleaccountant.com, and it's really just an outlet for me to organize my thoughts and connect with like-minded accountants. And uh, I try and offer advice and or just document my journey and you know help other accountants, especially if they're considering uh, entrepreneurial ventures and you know financial independence, concepts like that. So it, yeah, it's just a way for me to connect and really uh, learn as well about other people, what other people are doing. And if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, would uh, stop by the website be the best way? Or are you on Twitter also? Or is there anything? Website, uh, I'm on, on Twitter, and also they can connect with me on LinkedIn. All right. And I'll include links to your Twitter and your LinkedIn on the show notes for today's uh, episode. Okay. All right. Before, again, uh, I guess before I let you go, this is like the third one I've started like that. Um, <laughs> is there anything that I haven't asked you today that you want to make sure we share with the audience? Yeah, I just wanted to add, uh, you know, when I first started blogging this year, it was really kind of a scary thing to do. But um, looking back, I, I feel like it's really necessary for accountants or just, you know, entrepreneurs in general to get online and step out of your comfort zone and just connect with other people because that's what, what it's all about, just growing your network and, and learning. I completely agree. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for uh, stopping by today, and I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to get this episode out to let everybody listen to it. So thank you again, and I will uh, hopefully talk to you soon or run into you uh, next time I'm out in California. Definitely. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate your time. Thanks again to Jeff for coming on the show. If you want to learn more about simplifying your life or Jeff's unique career path, you can find links to his site and everything else we just talked about in the show notes for this episode at abacusshow.com slash eight. Each episode, I like to share a little tip or tidbit that, while probably not life-changing, will hopefully help you out in some small way. This is Coaching Notes. One of my favorite parts of this show is when I get to bring you interesting ideas that are common in other circles outside of accounting. Today, I'm going to tell you about low-information diets. Popularized by Tim Ferriss in his best-selling book, The 4-Hour Workweek, the low-information diet is a way to stop obsessing over trivial information and get back all that mental energy you're wasting each day. The idea is simple, but you'll see impressive results. All you have to do is limit the amount of information you consume in a day. But just like quitting smoking, it's easier said than done. Some common areas to cut back include reading celebrity gossip magazines, reading the newspaper, blogs, passively watching TV in general, what used to be called channel surfing, or watching 24-hour news stations. To be clear here, the goal isn't to stop learning or stop being entertained. It's to really force yourself to make conscious decisions about what you allow to take up your time and mental energy. For example, I hate the news. It's the only show on TV that's specifically designed to make me scared or angry. So I don't watch the news. I also don't cut out all TV, though. I need to unwind from time to time just like anyone. I found that Netflix is a good compromise for me, because I have to actively seek out shows to watch, so I don't just default to watching TV every night after work. These are just a few examples, and you don't have to take my word for it. For the rest of the day, pay attention to what you're reading, listening to, or watching. How much of it is truly making your life better? Then, if you're up for an experiment, try to spend the next couple days on a low-information diet, and let me know how you like it.
And that's your coaching note. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, it's fast and easy to click on that five-star rating in iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. And don't forget, you can get links and show notes for everything we covered today, or check out all of our past episodes by visiting abacusshow.com. See you next time. Thank you.